In some instances, the best the best that can be done for the family is to return the patient to them in an innocuous state. necessarily want to do this today but uh i i feel the need to plug away and get these goddamn movie reviews behind me and in this one i'll say right now off the bat the mountain 2019 uh, i guess it came out technically in 2018 if you want but you know what i'm the more i think about uh my um uh you know, I used to be. I used to go by the IMDb uh, first listing for uh, release date, but in this case, no one saw this movie in 2018. It essentially came out summer of 2019. So I don't, you know, it it, it debuted in some film festivals late late uh, 2018. Um, so this is a 2019 picture to me. Uh, I think the U.S. release date is, you know, what I have to go by now. The theatrical release date. I did see this movie in the theater and. As noted yesterday, if you listen to yesterday's review, the uh, 212th movie review that I've done, uh, you, you you know that I, I wanted to rewatch this again. Uh, but you know what? I don't know when, I, and I will rewatch this again. I think I, because it, it, I, as of right now, it's still, I think, my number one movie of the year. The Lighthouse is probably number two. And I'm still catching up with a lot of other ones, but that's the ones that does the two that I saw in the theater that I think I would put up there. I I know I'm I know I'm gonna love Parasite. I haven't gone around to see that. I tried to make that work to see that in the movie theaters uh, today, but um, I don't think that's happening either. Uh, so so I'll, so I'll preface it by saying I didn't do I don't I, I'm going in cold. I just hit record here like I normally do here uh, on the podcast um, episode 705. I should add of MySpace, the podcast overall. But for the movie, for the fans of the movie review, which you are available at the pizza puppies dot bandcamp page. Uh, that's not a, a typical place where you might get your podcasts, but they are there. And, um, all 200 and now 13 of them, uh, over 250 movies reviewed though total. So a couple of them are double shots, but today it's a singular shot. It's a single shot. I got some really good coffee. Should note that it's 10:17, 41 seconds here in the AM here in southern New Jersey, in the outskirts of Philadelphia. I got this almond milk creamer. I 
It's a sweet and creamy is the uh, flavor. That's not really a flavor, but it, that's what they call it. But Mikey likes it. And uh, I, it, I can recommend this. Uh, I think, what is it? Silk. I think it's a silk almond milk brand. Okay. Uh, let's get into the, the movie review here. Like I said, I'm I'm I, I'm doing the rare thing where I'm uh, I'm anointing this a classic film uh, by Rick Alverson. It's Rick Alverson's. Uh, I, I, it's not his third picture, but I think it's his third movie that he's made in a kind of uh, singular style, a very focused uh, uh, mode uh, of filmmaking. I like these directors who have such a style that that, that that feels when you're watching, when you're in the, their movies, the, the, it's clear that no one else could have made this movie. And uh, I think it's, 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 that's a hard idea to explain on a podcast or, or even in the written word in any way, because it, it, it is just a feeling and his movies are so feeling based. Like he does not care necessarily about plot these movies are tone movies they're tone they're almost like tone poems uh, and i'll say this this film had a lot more plot than the previous two films uh 2012's the comedy starring tim heidecker and 2015's entertainment starring uh greg Tur- turkington and also ty sheridan and uh both of those movies were great. One was better than the next. Uh, I liked the entertainment better than the comedy, and I loved this movie. I thought this was a culmination of those uh, of the of the of the ideas that were kind of working through the the bones and the innards of those two movies. They they were they were pushed out here. I'm gonna take a sip of my coffee now because I need to. I got I got to feel the juices of this almond milk creamer run through my veins. Hell yeah. Almond milk creamer podcasting. So yeah, like I said, I'm I I feel bad that I'm not doing <laughs> better uh, for this uh, film. It deserves it deserves your pra- it, all the praise. It, it's a polarizing movie. It, it's a clearly a polarizing movie. The audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is a insanely low nineteen percent. Is what I, last time I checked. And I'll check real quickly again. And since I've written my posted my review to IMDb, it has uh, oh, it actually went up to thirty one percent. So that was um, hmm, interesting. I guess as more people have seen this uh, on demand, I think it's been on video demand for a while now. And it actually has a sixty four percent. I guess it's a technically a fresh count. So what was the original score? I know it was. So, oh, it's been 65 on the critical. It actually went down on the critics meter to 64, which is not horrible, but it's still definitely not like, you know, to me, this is a, a, a top movie of the year and it's not going to get listed anywhere on anyone's top 10. List. I mean, my, my, my top, my top three right now would be this, the lighthouse and under the silver lake. I believe if I had to think about it, and I, I have not thought about it. I, I you know, I feel like, how, how unless you're i guess getting paid to be a critic it's difficult to uh quantify everything cuz who has the time to see everything or hear everything if you talk even those these music lists i was uh, just wrote a post on my shrimpkardashian.tumblr.com blog about how 
I have eight. I've listed eight hundred albums. I have a uh, Google Keep file or little little tab. On it. I I like Google Keep. Here's a little plug for uh, Google as this up and company up and coming tank tech company Google. They have a little platform called Google Keep, which you can uh, color code notes. And I have a whole wall of different different to do lists and notes. And one of them is a note of albums that I want to listen to. And it's it's eight hundred and Oh, wow, 860 or 841 releases that I have not listened to. And it's like when I'm not going to, well, I would have to listen to, you know, two or three a day full length albums. And just next, just to finish the 20, like 2019 albums, like there's no way for me to quant, like I have to just, I have to isolate this and, and hone in on it. But But I'm thinking like, do music reviewers listen to? I guess they have to listen to two or three records a day to really kind of get it, you know. To, and there's, there's obviously more. There's more albums than there are feature films, but there's still a ton of feature films. I don't know. I don't know the. I don't know the right answer here. Um, because I want to be. I want to be someone who breaks into the field of of making lists, and I like making lists and ranking things. Very stupid to do this, but I enjoy doing it. I've done. I ranked the David Lynch movies. I ranked the Jodorowsky films. I'm working my way through the Peter Greenaway thing. Uh, but if you're if you're interested to know what my next movie up for for personal viewing is, I plan on watching uh, the 2001 movie uh, Simone. 2002 movie Simone, starring Alec uh, Alex Alex Pacino. <laughs> What is Al Pacino's real name? Albert, right? Alfredo. Alfredo. Why didn't I know that? Alfredo James Al Pacino. You know him in movies like The Irishman. Wow. I'm just... Uh, here, here's this, this amazing movie, The Mountain, and I've just gone completely off the rails. Uh, I posted a review. I should probably just, you know what, to give this some a little bit of credence, uh, I'll I'll read my 9.5. So I gave this, uh, the score here, I'm going to give the score right now. It's 9.509. Now, interesting number. You're thinking these numbers are all very interesting. Uh, I have the 9.5 being the all-time classics uh, point, separation point. So Jeff, this really an all-time classic? It's like, yeah, I, I felt something watching this movie that I I just um, just captured a, a, an imagination in me that I, I knew was real and I and I don't and I'm not gonna I feel like I'm not gonna regret that if anything I'll, I'll raise the number you know so so it's I think it's the first movie that I've seen uh, in the in the same calendar year, and then also scored it in that classic range. There's not a lot on my on my list of movies in that classic uh, nine point five plus. Now, there's I have a lot more movies that I would put in there that I just have not um, gotten a chance to review yet. For 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 example, I and this is this has been a problem with the list for some time. I I think the. Uh, Like the Phantom Thread, for instance, I have as a nine point two two eight. Like that's, I feel like that's a classic. I feel like that's part of this run of every every Tom uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie to me is is probably a classic. Uh, 
at, starting with um, Boogie Nights on. And I would Boogie Nights to me is borderline actually, and I think it's very good, but I think it's not compared to some of the, you know everything that everything that came after that. Um, and I know you know well that's that might be sound, but we're not here talking about. Let let me talk a little bit about Rick Alverson. Uh, born in Spokane, Washington, and he operates in uh, out of Richmond, Virginia. Apparently, Wikipedia is to believe. I thought he I thought all these directors lived in Los Angeles. Uh, okay, so I'm going to read this from Wikipedia before we get into my review. Just to give you a little bit of background on Rick Alverson. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this a little again. I'm trying to profess profess this up a little bit. Just tighten this ship up a little bit. Alverson's first films were considered in the neo-realist tradition because of their use of non-actors in unscripted dialogue as well as their immigrant working-class subject matter. His first, The Builder, featured co-writer Colm O'Leary in his debut performance as an Irish immigrant struggling to reconcile the American ideal and its manifestation in the real world. Then premiering at the Rotterdam Film Festival in New Jerusalem in 2011, his second feature starring Again, Colm O'Leary and Will and Will Oldham again considered this immigrant experience this time through the lens of religious ideology. So uh, that's that's I think I've read that line before. And again, I have not seen either of those two films. I uh, but I um I I I thought I had read this before, so I knew there was kind of a departure here. So, so the comedy 2012 is a departure from the subtle uh, form and subject matter of Alverson's previous film starring cult comic Tim Heidecker in his first dramatic role. The film's subject matter and refusal to cast moral judgments on his characters was considered controversial. It examined the flawed idea of an unattainable American utopia, a concept recurrent through Alverson's work. Heidecker played Swanson, an upper-class white male, confront- confrontationally attempting to define the limitations of the world around him. The third film to be executive produced and funded by the record label Jag Jaguar. Um, and then goes on to say his fourth, fourth feature three years later starred Greg Kirk Turkington. Um, I'm gonna say and this is really worth reading out loud. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, but anyway, there is a, there's a thread there. There's a theme like this, this idea of, uh, uh America kind of. I feel like his his movies are very critical of the American experience, and they but they don't do so in a beat you over the head type of way, which which I which I really appreciate. And I have reviewed the com. No, I did not review the comedy, but I've seen the comedy. But I did review entertainment. No, I didn't review entertainment. Wow, why did I think I had reviewed those movies? But I haven't. So there you have it. I would say both of those are are solid uh, mid nines. I don't think either of them are all time classics, but I think they're 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 reaching the, towards what happens here with the mountain. And here are my here's a couple thoughts that I have on the mountain from my ten out of ten score because because on IMDb you have to do whole numbers. So I I granted this a ten out of ten because I feel like once it, once it, once it's once I eclipse the nine point five on my scale. And that equals a ten on the other on the norm the norm core scale, if you will. Here we go. Rick Alverson doesn't care. He doesn't care about exposition or telling easy stories, and he clearly doesn't care about winning over any mainstream critics or the common moviegoer. I left this film in a daze, filled with a frenetic energy after absorbing what to me is an all-time classic final 
shot. And it really is a good, it's a beautiful final shot. It's a work of art in and of itself. I was confused and overjoyed in the way that only a piece of art that is in part about how art is not real can make you feel. Rick Alverson doesn't care if art is real or not, so why should we? Gold, Jeff Goldblum deserves all the awards here, and Ty Sheridan probably deserves all of them. And then if you might, you know, this is not great writing, but the latter's performance is so understated that it's possible he was just rotoscoped onto the screen. This is Ty Sheridan I'm talking about. Uh, most people live, lo- live life not really there. These people probably don't deserve art. They're everyone. Still weeding my way through the metaphors and deeper meanings here on the micro, but suffice to say, all of that is ancillary to, ancillary to the whole, a 108-minute-long feeling. That feeling will most likely change based on the viewer. Clearly, it was discussed in boredom for quite a few, and that's fine. Uh, but in my eyes, this film is a masterpiece, the best movie I've seen this year. At one point in the film, Goldblum, drunk in a motel room, pipe in mouth, reciting notes for Sheridan's dictation on the typewriter, says of the subjects he has lobotomized, the best that can be done for the family is to return the patient to them in an innocuous state. Funny enough, Kathleen Kennedy and Kevin Feige said the exact same thing about Star Wars and Marvel moviegoers. There's a little dig there at the... uh, but I, that line, which you actually heard in the beginning of this show, I I I, I piped that into the uh, audio here. The, that that little scene of a, the drunken Jeff Goldblum uh, with the typewriter going and the and the and the funny old timey music. This the music for this movie and the score and how they how that blends in and out of one another uh, was superb. As was as is so much about this movie, that's superb. The acting, the cinematography, uh, the how how the light is captured in a lot of these rooms uh just uh fantastic fantastic filmmaking just from top to bottom okay but to me that's all that's you know that's easy right like that i mean it's not easy it's very hard but my point is being like anybody can make the film uh, look good and, and and incorporate really talented actors i'm speaking in broad strokes here but the hard part to do is is create a film that evokes a, a feeling that is not again it's difficult that's very difficult to communicate so sometimes it's these difficult these difficult thoughts that i i love i love to live inside the difficult thoughts and and the confusing thoughts and the thoughts that maybe are trying to do multiple things at once but ultimately are there to make you the viewer feel something and again you could write a novel about this particular movie. I, I feel like there's a, there's enough there. Uh, I I have very little criticisms for it, if any. Um, you know, when I when the there's there's a there's a scene in this film that almost acts as a. And this is my I guess my, not really mine. I haven't even talked about any of the plot. There's and the plot in this is so. Uh, it's not it's it's just you know it, yes it's about jeff goldblum a doctor in the 50s who is a uh, controversial it, you know not a, not a not a real person but based on i guess uh, on a few real people like uh loosely and he's he's performing lobotomies across the country and he's got this uh young man who's uh, he's taken under his wing after um uh his father dies and 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 uh, his and this young man's mother was actually one of jeff goldblum's Patients, uh, we, we learned once upon a time, and had gone under the procedure. 
the procedure of being, of course, lobotomized and returned to their family in an innocuous state, which again, that's it's all. These are all deeper meta- metaphors for certain things going on. This is not about lobotomy. It's not like it's not like a, it's not like you're trying to go in this and say like, oh, I'm really interested in the history of lobotomies that were performed in this country in the 50s. Huh. This isn't in the movie about that. It's not like a a biopic or like a, some sort of historical artifact. Like everything in this movie functions to say something. I think about. The, about America in today and just the broader sense of the idea of the American experience. And I'm not even here to tell you what that is. I just I just know that that's what what's what we're trying to what what this is a is a, this bird is trying to fucking peck at, right? These is birds, the birds, you know, the director or the viewer. We're just trying, we're all just birds trying to peck at something and trying to get get down into the nut or a squirrel maybe it would be better or maybe not a bird, a squirrel, a squirrel. Uh, we're all just a little squirrel, but like, you know, I remember thinking about this movie and when I say that he doesn't care about exposition is, is that we, we move from one place to another and how we get there or why, 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 why this movie is moving forward. You know, they're in one town then they're in the next, then, you know, there's just these gaps and the, the, he, Alverson, I, which I really love, doesn't feel the need to, to fill in any of these gaps. He's just there to present or ca- you know capture and then present the 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 moments that that he he needs to, to tell like this just the and they and they, they could be really slow themselves and they could be really quiet and understated and i think a lot of times you know the idea of of a slow movie when it when a when a slow movie is bad it's because it's because they're they think that just being slow for slow for the sake of being slow, which is maybe showing a lot of exposition in, in a really kind of real time type ma- manner, is 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 a substitute for evoking the feelings that this movie kind of evokes effortlessly. And you know, I not 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 to say you can't you can't use exposition in a really thoughtful manner and have that that be really powerful as well. It's just that this movie doesn't care about it. And this movie doesn't really care about about art, and that's why it's so uh, important as a piece of art. Is that it? Kind of because it questions the whole idea of, uh, and, and this goes back to entertainment. It goes back to the comedy, and I, it makes me think about all these movies like this, this, this uh, almost like a trilogy uh, in a, in a way. And I, I know that they're not they're not, they're not connected really in any kind of way. I mean, they couldn't be uh if if you explained their general plots on the surface they could not be any more uh not unconnected but they worked for me in such a way of like what is the purpose of of art and what is the purpose of entertainment and what is the purpose of finding uh meaning and um value and purpose in 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 a life in an american life and he's He's come at it in, in these three different ways that 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 worked like it's such a great and I I don't know where he where he goes from this I I honestly I thought it was it was so impressive uh, I don't know what the next step for him is I wonder if he, if he steps back and and tries to do something completely different I think he's made such an artistic statement with these three films and and the culmination being this this movie which it's a it's a damn shame I mean I I saw it I I. I got to see it in Philadelphia. It it barely played outside of any any major city in the theater, and I think it played just for three nights, even in, in the one Philly theater, uh, one weekend. I think it maybe was all was all that it played for. 
And, uh, you know, it got on on demand quickly after that, and it's accessible now. Uh, let me look, see where one might watch this film. Uh, I believe you can get it. I, I don't know. I really, I feel, I don't know where people watch things now. Like, where do people watch movies? Oh, so, oh, this is actually on Hulu. Look at that. Shit, I didn't know that. All right, so this is on Hulu. So go get your freaking Hulu account. Go, it's like, what, it's like $3 now. Sign up for Hulu just to watch this, honestly. Do it, all right? It's just do it. And there's another movie I just saw, because uh, underneath this, I'm on justwatch.com. And, uh. The Nightingale, which is the girl who made the Babadook, the lady, the, the the woman, Jennifer Kent, she made the bet. She and her movie is playing on Hulu as well. The Nightingale. That's, I haven't seen that movie yet, but that was on my list of movies to see. That just, uh, I'm like a little boy wandering in a candy shop, and I'll see a piece of candy, and it's oh, this shiny. What is this? And then then two, and then not even a second later, I'm looking at another piece of candy. But we're we're talking about the candy that is the mountain, and it's delicious and nutritious. I don't know. So I'm gonna watch Simone. Oh, Marone. Oh, Marone, Simone. Uh, why? 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 Why would I do this to myself? It's just such a good question. God, it's such a good question. Um, because it it's a it, it, I I don't I don't know the answer either. I I've been trying to break up my. Watching uh, the Peter Green away, which are you know actually good movies, and um, it's gone off the rails here. I put in a lot of weird, weird movies. Um, so here we got. So I watched. Oh, I watched a movie Helter Skelter too recently. That was a very weird Japanese film uh, that I liked. I did like it. Um, so here's what I have next. I've got Simone. If Beale Street could talk. Prospero's books, which is again the seventh Peter Greenaway film in my rewatch slash watch of his filmography. Then I've got uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Okay. Cold War and their 2018 film, and then The Baby of Macon. And that's uh, that's about all. I'll talk, talk, that's that's all I feel that I can talk about right now. But in terms of what movies I'm going to be reviewing, I'm going to be doing a double shot next, okay? Knocking out two in one. Get ready for this. So after, And I'm going to maybe do it today. Guess what they are? Can you guess? Probably can't. There are two movies. <laughs> Where are they? I'm getting to them. Scrolling, scrolling. One came from 2018, a movie called Stan and Ollie. And then I'm going to review yesterday, the Danny Boyle film. All right. That's what's on the horizon here. Again, the mountain, all I can say about the mountain is I, I, the less I said, this is 27 minutes now. The less you say about the mountain, the better. It's, it's just something you need to go and see for yourself. All right. And you might hate it. I can't say you're going to like it. This is obviously a lot of people saw this movie and just fucking hated it. They just, they didn't get it. They, they, they probably think like it's a lot of, a lot of shit there that, that is, um, you know, haughty toddy, uh, um, stuff for 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 people who are take themselves too seriously. And uh, look, that's that's fair enough. I think that I think that movie uh, considers that 
I think the movie considers that is all, all I'll say about that. I, I do think that because it, it is about the idea of art and, and, the, and the purpose of art. So that's that's a lot of what this film is about. And that's that's what this show is about. I got to end the show because I have to pee. All this coffee and uh, creamy, what is it called? Silky, creamy, uh, almond, I don't know. Bye.